in the hospital right now. Father God, would you intervene in this situation, oh God. Lord Jesus, that the doctors will stand and be amazed, Lord, at your goodness, at the power of God to heal, Father God. Because, Lord, you are above all things. You are more powerful than anything we face, oh God. So, so Lord, I pray, would you visit that hospital room right now? Would you visit this family right now? Would you bless them? Would you touch their lives? Lord, we ask for a complete healing right now on his leg, Lord God around the pelvis and those ribs. I go, Father, would you protect him, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Raise him up again, Lord, I pray. Father, we give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, everyone said, amen. amen. Could you please be praying for him? You could take a seat right now. That's Pastor Stacy in Rotorua. That would be so, so good. Well, today I'm going to talk about issues. Issues. Because really, it's a, it's, the truth is it's all about our issues. Hi everybody, my name's Daryl. I have issues. <laughs> the truth is, and what I love about issues is just that, and what I just said right there is, is, is quite comforting for me because I look out and see, wow, all of you guys have got issues as well. Uh, that makes me feel better because we all have issues. We all have issues. And, and I want uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had a, a great holiday and I did my first ever bungee jump. Check this out. I've got some photos here of doing a bungee jump. Uh, we were down, uh, that's me, like that's, that is the worst place to stand, I must say, right now. Uh, but then, then when you drop off like that and you're going backwards and then you start to spin over and go upside down and all sorts of things, at that point there you can see what's below you and, and they'll kind of like, looks like I'm going into the bush there, but, uh, and it keeps going and, uh, and then this, this rope kind of holds you there, which is just fantastic. Anyone done a bungee jump? Anyone want to do a bungee jump? Not me anymore. <laughs> and, and here was the thing. You are standing on the edge looking over to about three kilometers down, uh, and you've got this, this rope, this giant, uh, um, a giant rubber band tied around you, uh, and you're standing there. And I'm a, I was actually pretty brave until I got to this point here. Uh, they, they, they weigh you, which wasn't good on my part, but, but they weigh you, they write on that hand, and they write something else on this hand, which I'm not sure what it was, but I didn't go under the water, which is praise the Lord. But you are standing there at this point, and all of a sudden, the man comes to you, can I see your hands? So you show him your hands like this. You're looking down. Uh, and then he takes the cord, which I figure is the other end of the cord that was tied to me. He's holding the cord like this, and he has these, can we go back to the first uh, picture there if we can? There's, there's like a, a clamp that's tied onto the bridge. You'll see it up about, there's a bit of a link there somewhere. It's on the, you know, your buds. And he takes the other end of the bungee cord and kind of clips it into this thing, and, which is great onto the bridge. That's so connected to the bridge. So I'm, all of a sudden I go, Oh, praise the Lord. He, he remembered to clip it onto the bridge. Because here's the thing. Uh, my trust issues was not so much in the rubber band breaking. I thought there's water down there. There's got to be a good chance to survive if that breaks there. But, but I was actually more concerned that it was connected to the bridge. Because if it wasn't connected to the bridge, no matter how good the bungee jump was or the bungee cord was, it's not going to make a difference. <laughs> So even though I was placing my trust into this harness and this bungee cord here, the fact was I was more pleased, I was more settled when it was connected to the bridge. My trust all of a sudden went, oh, okay, I'm probably going to survive this. (laughs) (laughs) And it was amazing to think in our lives, as we go through our lives, our days and our weeks, trust for me 
and I believe for you is all about where is that connected to. Come on now. Yeah. Our trust has to be connected in something, someone, or somewhere. The important part is who is that trust connected in. Let's jump straight into scripture today because, because that still gives me, keeps me up at night seeing that bungee jump there. Uh, but let's, let's unpack Psalm 23, uh, 20. I, I really felt the Lord was speaking to me the other day about, about this scripture. So it's been brewing in my heart for a little while now. And, and we're going to read a few, a few uh, verses here. Chapter 20, verse 1 to 8. And it says this, May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all of your plans succeed. May we shout for joy over the victory and lift up our banners in the name of God. May the Lord grant all your requests. Verse 6. Now this I know that the Lord gives victory to his anointed. He answers him from his heavenly sanctuary with the victorious power of his right hand. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we, we will trust in the name of our God because they are brought to their knees and fall, but we rise up and stand firm. What an amazing passage of scripture there. And, and, and just simply this morning, I'm just going to pull three thoughts out of this that, are, that has been really just challenging in my heart today. And the first thought is simply this, that it's God's power that gives us the victory. We are so blessed to live in this country, and as we pray for Pastor Stacy and the hospitals and medical things, is, is just we, we are so blessed, right? I, I know there's struggles and there's all sorts of things right now, but we are so blessed to live in this part of the world because we could so easily live somewhere else, and there's nothing like that, so we are blessed. But here, here's the thing I, I believe with, for Pastor Stacy, it's God who's going to be the one who gives him the victory out of this. Uh, because God is over all, above all. He's the greatest name uh, that ever was, and there's power in the name of the Lord. And, and today, I, I want to kind of stir us a little bit, to because to, if you're sitting there feeling like, okay, well, this is, this is good, another motivational kind of one, I don't want to motivate you today. Well, I do want to motivate you today, actually, because you can do it. It's not just singled out to the pastor or to the small group leader. This is for each and every one of us to be able to trust in the name of the Lord. Because I don't read in Scripture that there's some of us are, 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 are not a part of that. Each person, each one has an ability to trust in something. You're either going to trust in the bungee cord or you're going to trust in the connection. The bungee cord could let you down. The connection is the one that won't let you down. Where is your connection? First thing, it's God's power that gives us the victory. As verse 6 says this, Now this I know, the Lord gives victory to his anointed. It's He answers him from his heavenly sanctuary with the victorious power of his right hand. And I would encourage you to, to look at Scripture today and and just see what it says about the right hand of God or the right arm of God. Because it's a symbol of strength. It's a symbol of power. It's just a symbol of authority. 
That, and you, you'll remember, if you're, if you're a church person, you'll, you'll remember some of the stories we read in the, in the Word of God where, where when, when the, uh, Moses had his arms up, his, his army was winning. But when he dropped down, uh, they were losing. The, the right arm of God, the right hand of God, is, signifies the power. Of, but, but it's just not power that you and I have. It's power above all others, above all. There's no greater power. What a great thing. What a great relationship to have on your side, right? The power of God, his mighty right hand before you. And, and scripture uses this image of God's right hand as the pinnacle of strength it, and, and ability. It, it, it signifies that strength is the key and the focus and his authority. And scripture also tells us that, that Jesus will sit at the right hand of God the Father. So, so we say things like in our, in our world, maybe tomorrow you might go, well, he's the boss's right hand man, right hand lady. Uh, we, we say things like that's because that's because the right hand is a metaphor of power and a three and authority. Three ways that that God can uh, show His strength and His right hand in it, in it is that through our protection, through His promise to us, and through His provision. Maybe like me, you felt powerless in life sometimes. Maybe like me, you felt powerless to make a change, powerless to do something. Powerless to say yes or to say no. Can I tell you today that your future victories are not necessarily subject to your own personal strength. You're not, your future victories are not, are not subject to your, maybe your ability. Sometime your abilities or your strength will let you down. Your future victories are dependent on God's power working in your life. The second thing that I, I read in this, this passage this morning is, is simply this, is that we need to trust in the right thing. Trust in the right thing. Now, if anyone been to Philippines? Anyone been to the Philippines, touring around there? Maybe you're from Philippines, no? Only me today. Philippines. Philippines, oh, yeah, that's right. Few, a few hands just kind of showing up there. Now, the Philippines, uh, about 15 years ago, was amazing for buying DVDs. You know, you get these DVDs for like two, three dollars of the latest movies. I couldn't believe it when I went there. I was a young fella and went there. And it wasn't until I got home that I was trusting. I saw the names of these movies. Like, wow, two dollars for this great deal. Wow. And then you get home and, you, and you're watching it and you've got your, you've got your chips here and you're watching it. And all of a sudden, there's someone walks across in front of the screen. There's a car chase going on. And next minute, a person walks. And I suddenly clicked. I trusted that that was the right thing, but when I got there, it was just a counterfeit. The other thing I bought when I was in the Philippines was some Reebok uh, shoes. They were like $25. They looked amazing. Uh, they felt really good for about the first week. And, and, and it was, wasn't until I got home and I thought, wow, for a Reebok, you get you know, hundreds of dollars here and $25. What a bargain. And, and as I looked at it, it was actually uh, a B. A-K, not B-O-K. See, I, I, it was a re-back, not a re-bock. It looked the same. I, I trusted in the name, I trusted in the brand, and, but it let me down. Brands, people at times, things can let us down. We have to place our trust, our, our ultimate trust, that, that top trust of our whole lives into the right thing. 
There are so many distractions these days for us to, to be able to do that. But, but have you ever trusted something or someone only to find out that it didn't deliver like you thought or felt it should do? Verse number seven says, says some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we, we will trust in the name of the Lord. And this is David talking here, and he's, he's speaking about the confidence that he has in the Lord as being more powerful than anything else. More powerful than the, the enemy's chariots and more powerful than their horses. And because in, in ancient days, in that, in that day, their horses were primarily used for war. Uh, whereas oxen were used for, for farming and for livestock and for work. And chariots, likewise, they were, they were designed for military purposes. And, and, and maybe a modern way we could write that scripture would be, would be this, that some trust in rifles and some trust in missiles. It's that kind of analogy that, that he's giving us there. And, and we'll notice once again in, in the book of Exodus when the Egyptian, when Israel is, is fleeing the Egyptians and God parts the sea and the horses and the chariots chase them in and the wheels start to fall off the chariots, which happens to a lot of things in life when we place our trust in those things. Hey, the wheels fall off. The chariots were starting, the wheels fall off, and, and God closes the sea, and there's an amazing victory for the people of God as they go. And David is saying, don't trust in those things. Don't trust in chariots. And here's my take on what a chariot maybe is for us today. Maybe it's, it's technology. Maybe it's the, the things that we have or the things that we can pursue, things that, we, that make us better than what we are. We feel that makes us better than what we are. The, the horses, like our strength, uh, the, uh, our own personal strength, I can do it my way. I don't need anyone else. It's, it's me. I can do this. We can live our life. We can create our, our destiny and be all that we can be. And David is saying to his army right now, right, picture this, you're my army right now. I, I'll, I'll say, I'm David. Come on, guys, let's not trust in, in that those chariots and those horses and that army is going to beat us. Let, let's not, the, yeah, it may be the latest and greatest, but, but, but come on, our God is more powerful than those things. Look, the wheels just fell off those things a few, uh, a while ago. The horses, they thought they were strong, but God put all this water on top of them. Guys, let's not trust in the chariots. Let's not trust in the horses. Our God is more powerful than that. There's one thing that we should trust in. What's that? The name of the Lord, our God. Why? Because he is greater, more powerful than anything that we will face or see or do. He is above all. We, we say lots there, like, God, you're the name above all names. Do we believe it? Because it's true. He's above King George, uh, not George, Charles. He's above Jacinda, Donald Trump. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Biden. Governments. He is the name above all. There's a fascinating thing that, that when we use somebody's name for the sake of authority. If Jacinda was to walk in here right now, she would come in and, and we would respect her as our prime minister. And she would come with an authority and the backing of a government, like all the resources of that. King Charles, if he was to come in here, the same thing, there'd be massive traffic jams, the TV cameras would be here, but he would come in in the name of the king, the name of the monarchy, and all the resources and everything that's behind him is there. He's like the head of this. You know God is here right now. Yeah, come 
He's the name above all names. Governments sit on his shoulder or sit below him. He's above every government, every authority, every power. If God is here and he's for you, think right now about the power and the authority that you have and the resources of the kingdom of heaven that you can tap into. That's worth a five-second thought. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses. See, I believe God is here today. He's got wisdom for you. The third thing is this. Third and final thing is this, is simply to stand up and stand firm. Verse 8 says this, even though they are brought to their knees and fall, we rise up and stand firm. I'm going to say that one again. Even though we are brought to our knees and fall, we rise up and stand firm. I believe that one of the signs of, of really, truly trusting God is that when you are down, there's confidence to stand up again. The fruit of trusting God in, in hard situations is, is getting up and standing firm. See, when you stand up, it shows you trust God. Is it painful? Yes. Is it hard? Yes. Do we feel like standing up? Absolutely. It's easier to stay down. It's easier to, to, to forsake the call of God on your life for some here today, if you're thinking that. It, it's easier to say, God, you're cool over here, but I'm having such a great time right now. But See, when you stand up again, it shows you trust God. When you stand firm, it shows you trust God. Hard to stand alone by yourself. That's why we need other people. Can I have five big, strong people, please? There's volunteers. Come to this side. Big, strong, yeah. Strong. Come on. I need five, five men, five ladies who are strong. I need you to come over this side. Yeah, come quickly, come quickly. Five people over here. Five or six. Five or six. Come on, come on. One, two, three, yep, four, five, yep, brilliant. All you guys will do. Come over here and you stand on the, you'll see there's a rope on the ground right now. So guys, could you all, this is a tug of war, by the way. First time I've seen a tug of war in a church, but you, could you guys get in the line, pick up that rope there? Hopefully my mic is going to be okay. You stay on that side, because I'm the man. All right. How, how many is there? One, two, three, four. I, I think we probably need another one or two. Another one or two want to join that in, please? Another one or two. Come on, come on. Yeah, Ruby, you get up there. Come on, lady. Come on. Don't, be quick, be quick. Our time is nearly gone. Brilliant. I need another couple. Right. Okay. Grab onto that rope. This is a tug of war. I'm pretty strong. I've been around a long time. I'm psyching them out right now. All right, are you ready? Are you ready? On the count of three. Ready? One. Don't go through the back wall, by the way. Just be careful. One, two. And, and do you know that sometimes... Okay. One, two, three, go. Come on, 
Wait, 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 wait. Stay there. I think we're going to have a we're going to have a rematch. <laughs> it's really difficult to live life pulling stuff and doing it by yourself, right? How powerless we can be at life. How, how, how the struggles that we can have we feel like we've got no support, there's no, no energy there. But, but what was to happen, like the power on that side, there was, I had no chance, right? There, there, was, there was nothing I could do apart from cutting the rope and letting them all fall over, nothing I could do to win that battle, right? Isn't life like this? You've pulled and you're struggling, you're digging your feet in, and what, what say that, that I chose to, to trust God even more than what we've ever done before? I've been down, but I've stood up again. Yeah. The power of God is like being on this side. Good, Daryl. He's the name above all names. Do you believe it? Yeah, come on. He created the whole world, the whole universe, and everything in it. Yeah, That's pretty powerful. He has the keys of life and death. Thank you, you guys. <laughs> Maybe next time. Trusting God is like being on this end of the road. Yeah, so good. You tap into a power source that you've maybe never experienced before, never felt before, never known before. See, here's the thing. How do I get up? I stand up trusting the Lord. I don't trust in my own chariots. I don't trust in myself. I don't have the strength, don't have the ability, but I know the one who does. Trusting the Lord. and See, how, how do I know that you can get up again? Because I, I firmly believe I stand here today and I look at each one of you in the eye and say, you can get up again from this stuff. You can get up from your past. Because the God who is for you is greater than anyone or anything that is against you. Uh, better because God is stronger than you. He is wiser and he's wiser than the greatest politician. He's smarter than any new law or attempts for God to that attacks God's sovereignty. I want you to know today that he, you are who he says you are. You are wonderfully created. He's with you. He's for you. He's not going to leave you. And, and here's the thing. I know that there's at least five people that know you can get up again. There's five. God the Father knows you can. Jesus knows you can. The Holy Spirit knows you can. The devil knows you can. And I know you can. Five at least. Five people at least that know that you can get up again. Take hold of every promise. Trust them. Go on that journey today. How do we start on that journey? Things you face this week. Do you go to God? Do you go to the Lord? We're trusting in his name. Is asking for his wisdom. Not relying on your own wisdom, your own strength. But say, God, the power of heaven, my, my victory is, is dependent on you, not upon my strength. The things we face this week. It's interesting when you read the, the kings of the Old Testament, some of the things that really upset God, what, what the kings did, was they didn't go to him. They didn't, in scripture says, they didn't inquire of the Lord about the situation. Maybe your first step today is to make that commitment, take that stand, 
You're saying, God, this week, this afternoon, everything that I, I don't know what to do. Choose not to do it in your own strength. Choose to inquire of the Lord. What does that look like? Well, I think sometimes it's 10 minutes. Get somewhere by yourself for 10 minutes and God, I don't know what to do. God, I need you to show me. I need you to give me wisdom. I need your guidance here. Trust is, is, is a bit like faith, right? It's believing for something we don't yet see. But the difference is that we take our hands off trusting in ourselves and we trust in Almighty God. I don't know about you, but in a tug of war, I'd much rather be on that side than on my side. Come on, why don't, we, why don't we close our eyes and bow our heads right now? I, I'm going to ask you to do something right now. There's no one looking around and there's heads bowed and eyes closed and music team's going to come up. Um, but right now, as, uh, I feel like this, God's asking me just to, just to put it out there and get people to, to respond to this and this message today, like, who are you trusting? Making that decision today that, God, I'm, I'm going to put all my trust in you. God, I'm going to start today trusting you more than I've ever done before. And all I'm going to do is I'm going to pray and for you to respond. All I'm going to say, hey, why don't you just lift your hand? It's actually between you and God. I, I, it's, it's nothing to do with me. I'm just going to do what he's asking me to do. So as I pray right now, if you're here, you're feeling like you need to turn your trust level up in God a whole lot more. I, why don't you just lift your hand and I'm going to pray right now that God would come and touch your life. Lift your hand right now as I pray. Hallelujah. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord, as you see these hands responding all across this place, oh God. Father, today, Lord, I pray, would you visit them right now? Would you speak real clear? Lord, will you touch their hearts and touch their lives? Lord, as they respond to you right now. Father, I, I pray that, that today that they would make that decision that that from this day on, I, I want to trust on your side of the rope where the power is for my, my ultimate victory and the ultimate, the power of, of God is on that side of the rope. So Father, I pray, Lord, would you show your right hand of power and authority in every heart and every life today. Lord, I praise you and I thank you in Jesus' name. That's why every eye is closed and every head is still battling. Maybe you're not normally a church person and, or maybe you've walked away from the Lord. I want to give an opportunity right now in this next minute for people to, to give their lives to God because there's no name that's greater than His name. Salvation and eternity is He holds those keys. Right now, I, I, I'm gonna, if, that's, if that's you, uh, the good news of the gospel is simply this, that God sent His one and only Son to this world to die for you and for me. And you might say, well, what did I do? Well, the Bible t tells us that we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And God comes and He offers us this free gift of salvation, like wiping the slate clean, to be able to be brand new, to be able to stand before Him and have a relationship with Him. And so this morning... If that's you, if you're saying in your heart, I need that, I want to say yes to that. If that's you, we're not going to embarrass anybody right now. Every eyes closed. And all I'm going to do is in a moment, I'm going to say a real, real simple prayer. And I'd like to invite you, if that's you, to pray that prayer silently in your heart after me. Pray this, dear God, 
I come to you today. I believe that you sent your son for me. I believe that he died on a cross that I might be saved. Thank you for paying for my debt. Forgive me of my sin. Today I choose to give my life to you. I surrender my will, my plans, and I trust in the name of the Lord. Every eyes closed and every head is bowed. If, if you prayed that prayer, I'm, I'm going to just pray one more time. I'd love to be able to pray for those. Why? Why no one's looking around at the moment. But if you prayed that prayer on the count of three, all I'm going to do is ask you to, to lift your hand and, and say, Daryl, that's me. Like lifting your hand and saying, I gave my heart to Jesus right there. I gave my heart to the Lord. I'm going to trust in Him now. If that's you, I'd love to pray with you. I'd love to be able to help you on that journey. On the count of three, why don't you lift your hand? One, two, three. 